Well, God bless everyone. We've had a wonderful Skype fellowship and great sharings, great faith building, hearts towards God, and comforted. And now we're going to hand over the tonight's teaching to Kimbo Sabi. There you go, Kimbo. Oh, God bless you all, and what a wonderful night! You know, I've been so blessed. You know, Amy talked about power. Um, really blessed me with Anna and Pedro and their sharings because Lawrence te- took over the finances here and um, I don't have a clue what's in the bank but uh, we live by faith and I just say to Lawrence Lawrence, I think we need to get this this week and he'll say love, there you go or he'll say love, we need this next week he won't say we don't have it He'll say, we'll get this next week. But, you know, as we are faithful, you know, if you're like for Becky and Jack, you're going to start your job. You make sure you get up in the morning, just like as if you were employed. You set yourself a time. Right. So I I need to go to work at eight o'clock or I need to go to work at nine. Don't slip out of that because, see, God is in the picture when we get detailed so you set yourself a time and that's the time you go to work you set yourself a time when you're finishing and you repeat that day after day after day because it's being faithful it's not having a good day today and not bothering tomorrow or oh well I'm only going to do an hour tomorrow you know you have to as if you were being employed you have to stay faithful to that then God can really bless you You know, if we do things haphazardly and we don't take care of the finances, we don't take care of our work, then the adversary can get in to steal, kill and destroy. We allow allow God to work within us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure, and we do not get defeated. We do not let things bomb us out. We do not get sidetracked. So that's the key for you, Becky and Jack. Make a time and you follow that Monday to Friday, the time you start, the time you finish and you cram as much in as you possibly can and you watch God go to work. You know, tonight I want to share on that power of God. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 1 and in verse 19, God is in the detail guys and it says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power that power is protos exerted power see we have to exert ourselves we really got to move guys you know those that stay weak and feeble and have excuses they do not operate in the power of God because God isn't in the weakness the feebleness and the undetailed mind he's behind the power so there are a number of keys to releasing and seeing the miraculous power of God see those that sit back and do nothing they won't see that exceeding great power they might see it in glimpses but they're not going to have it with an impact that that their life is totally going to change As a born-again believer, we have those keys. Those keys that we can walk in. God's Bible, God's Word, 
written down in format so we can read, right? The amount of promises that are within that word is phenomenal. You can claim those promises as your own. Those promises will build power with an impact. God has provided it by way of what? His Holy Spirit. But it's up to you or to me to release it. It's like my electricity supplier is uh, Southwestern. And that's the company that supplies my electricity. But if I don't pull the switch, the light switch, I'm not going to see the light. I'm not going to see that electricity, am I? You know, it's like heating. If I don't advance the heating that comes by the power from my electricity company, then I'm going to sit here cold. And it's the same with the word of God. He is the supplier of that power. And you are the user. So if you don't tap in to God, don't expect to operate in the fullness of that power. Some say knowledge is power. The word of God is power. And it's power with an impact. Because when you go to work, you know that God's with you, leading you, guiding you, and he'll make it successful. So God reveals things that we couldn't know via his word. Like he showed us in Genesis how he created the heavens and the earth. Now, yes, God can show us via his spirit, but the word is there for you to see how to tap into this power. It will also show us why man is the way he is today. Because of his sin nature. Right? We have an adversary out there, guys. And he wants to put hurdles up and trip you up at every step you take. It tells us what happens to us when we die. How the world was created. It also gives us power to reproduce. Jesus Christ said the word of God is like a seed. Let's take a look. It's in Luke chapter 8. And the reason I'm sharing this one today is because me and Lawrence, we were travelling to Kingswood uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, Luke 8. And I'll read this first and then I'll tell you. And in verse 11 it says, Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. And... Um, we were having this conversation in the car, like we often do, and uh, I was thinking about these seeds. And, you know, when springtime comes, I, I go to the shop and there's all these little packets of seeds on the display stand. And right on the front, it shows you these beautiful flowers that can be produced from this seed or vegetables that come from a seed. And uh, I suddenly thought, how long have those seeds been in the packet? They could have been in there a year, two years, three years, ten years. And there's still, when you open it, it's just a little seed. And that, that seed only gets activated when you plant it in the soil. <laughs> and it really blessed me. I was like, wow, love, do you really see that? That... 
these little seeds in the packet can be on the shelf for a month, for five years, or however long, but they only get activated when we plant them in the soil. And it's the same with the Word of God. The Word of God is seed, but it will only activate when you put it in to your heart and soul mind. And then it can start to spring up. See, we have to... The way that God reveals his word to us is phenomenal. You know, okay, Jesus Christ was speaking by a parable here about the seed. And I mean, you can carry on and read that. You know, it, it, it tells us about those that by the wayside that hear, then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. You know, some hit stony ground and some hit good ground. You need to give it a read if you need to familiarize yourself with this parable. But, you know, everything starts with a seed. You know, even Jesus Christ said, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you know how small that little seed is. But God isn't any respecter of persons, and he gives us all the same amount. But why does it work for some and not always for others? Because there's just down to that little word faith. You know, we make sure that we have a real solid foundation, first and foremost. Where you're planting that seed, whatever seed it may be, whether it's whether it's in your jobs, whether it's in your health, whether it's in your finances, whatever it is. But when you're planting that seed, you want the faith to follow behind. You know, and faith leads us on to power. The awesome greatness of God's power as we live in this day and time. Also, God gives us the power to change. And somebody else spoke about this tonight. It was a complete life change when I heard about God and his word. I went from body and soul. And I thought I was a good person. You know, I love to give. I love to serve. I love to bless. Talking about a blessing. Again, we were going to Kingswood week after week after week after week. And there was this little gift in the shop window and it was in a little box and it was like shampoo, conditioner, hairspray, mousse and um, a perfume for your hair um, and another item as well and it was beautifully boxed and it was so cheap. I mean each item if you were to buy it individually was about £10 each, 8 to £10 so that could have been 60 quid. And it was in the shop for about £20 something. So I'd often walk past and I'd say, oh, look at that. I would love that. I said it in front of Lawrence. I said it in front of Jason. And lots of times I've walked past and that gift's still in the window. And I'd say again, I'd love that. Oh, look at that. That's a marvellous present. What a beautiful thing to give me. And still... It was like that little seed I was sowing was falling on deaf ears. <laughs> Nobody was listening to me. Poor kid. <laughs> but I know God was listening. And then I went up to Kingswood and I walked past the shop and the gift was gone. Yeah. And I was gutted. I said, love, the gift is gone. Jason, look, the gift is gone. And then I get back to the car 
And as I open the car door, there's the gift on the car seat. My husband had got in fellowship and he listened to God <laughs> and he got it for me. Amen. <laughs> now, he, he blessed me with this little gift. And you know, as we give, it's not always the act in which we give, but it's the heart. Like Anna, you know, stayed up all night cooking, baking, to bless her work colleagues on her birthday. You know, the word of God says it's better to give than it is to receive. And it really is. You know, I've been on that end when I've decorated somebody's living room and hung the wallpaper and transformed their living room for them. And it's such an awesome thing to be able to to bless someone. You know, and when it comes from the heart, you know, the way that God opens those doors really blesses us. And he can also energize us with that power to accomplish these things too. You know, like Anna only had two hours sleep. And then she was up and she was still baking in the morning and finishing things off. And then she did a whole day at work blessing her people that she worked with. And then she went out for a meal in the evening. But, you know, it's not about sleeping. You know, people say we're a long time dead. But, you know, doing as much as we can do to serve, first and foremost, God first. And then people because, see, the world doesn't expect it. Going back to me being an unbeliever and being just body and soul. You know, the power to change my life, to change for the better, came from God. And it was a powerful change. It affected the people around me. First and foremost, it affected Lawrence's mother. You know, and she could see the change. And she wanted to know what was behind this change. And she got to learn about the power of God. So we go from, when we change, it's an inside job. You know, the joy is the inside job. You know, when we're filled with joy and we get excited about the word and we have so much to share. You know, like, as most of you guys know, I, I, when I was diagnosed with the cancer, stage four, bordering on five. The power that God energized within Lawrence. The doctor said I had three months to live. God said I was ill but not unto death. Again, listening, listening to God's still small voice. So who do we believe? Do we believe the doctors or do we believe God? Well, we believe God because with God comes power. And that power, I needed that power, you know, to, to really pull me up out of the darkness You know, this cancer and all the the treatments really tore my body to shreds. And just because I didn't get healed instantly, but the change day after day, you know, going from being very weak and very sickly day after day. And then I had, um, in England, we have uh, hospice nurses that when you're going to die at home, they send these nurses out to take care of you. And we had a beautiful nurse, you know, her name was Roz. And every day she would come and she'd spend about four or five hours with us. And she saw the power of God. You know, it was a change in me that was recognizable to the outsider. And she was blown away, you know, with our faith that our God is, is an awesome God that really generates great faith when you believe 
God also gives us the power to reward. Hebrews chapter 11. Power to reward. Wow. You know, he rewards us daily. But we can also reward others. You know, like uh, somebody said just now, you know, just somebody telling them, wow, you know, what a change in your life. I think it was um, Russell, actually, when they told him his speech was getting better. You know, we should be encouraging one another, guys. That's another form of giving. And it really breaks down the barriers and it takes down the unbelief. And it builds faith. It's a great encouragement. And if we love one another, why wouldn't we want to encourage one another? Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he God and that he is and that he God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him see your day starts when you diligently seek God you invite him into your day remembering that he's going to reward you as your day goes on and like Kathy was sharing you know we don't always see what God's doing in our life. But with my hand held high, I know that God works in the background. God has always been the orchestrator, you know, from delivering me and healing me from the cancer and that being an awesome testimony, right? To then me being um, my, my uh, discs coming out backwards in my spine and severing the spinal cord um, and my consultant after he did the operation he said to Lawrence you know I, I don't think she'll ever walk again and then six weeks later I walked into the consultation for him to do a checkup and the man sat there and cried he cried because he really couldn't believe that I was walking see now yes I had a great surgeon but I got a greater and bigger God now if he does it for me, he'll do it for you also. If his health is an issue in your life, then you just have that faith that God has made you whole. Even if it's not an instant healing, just remember the power, the power comes from God. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You just seek him with your whole heart. Now, some people say, well, I've prayed and it's not happening. Or I've prayed and this didn't work out. God's timing, guys. God's timing. It's not about when you want it. But God's timing is always perfect. Romans chapter 1. Romans 1. And in verse... Uh, where are we? Verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. See, there's a key. And the key is that we believe. You know, to get born again, you had to believe that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Just a little word, faith. But you really, you know, and you confess with your mouth 
So again, for I am not ashamed, and I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God, not of me, as I said before, you know, my electricity supplier. He is the supplier, whoever your company is, but I'm the user. Same with God. It's the power of God, but I am the user. Amen. I use that power. That power that God has given me through his spirit. God in Christ in me. Okay, I've got to read it again. So we're in Romans 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So that's a power of rewardance. Of course, this power is no good if we don't utilise it. You know, you could have a hundred megawatt tons running through your body with your hair standing on end with static, but if you don't utilise it, it's not going to become anything. We have to tap into that power in the proper way. And me personally, for me to properly tap into that power is reading the word. It helps the power to flow, as does speaking in tongues, as does praying. But the danger comes when we think, well, I read the word. That's all I need to do today. No, we read in order to know God's will. But it's the obedience what transforms the knowledge into the power. Power creates change. Powerful living is produced by powerful obeying. You know, when I said about Becky and Jack setting a time to go to work in the morning, setting a time to come home. God is your employer. Don't you let him down because he's the one that's going to pay you. He's the one that's going to benefit you. He's the one that's going to give you holiday pay and blessings upon blessings. But you disobey and you'll start to slack off. You'll start to let the adversary in. That company that you're building is going to start to wash away because you've got to have that solid foundation to build on. We don't give up at the first hurdle. But knowing who we are in Christ, and Christ is the power, he's the key, because it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Let's turn to Colossians chapter 2. You know, you've got to be diligent, got to be faithful, and uh, we start slacking in the smallest of detail, and things won't go to plan. Colossians chapter 2 and we're going to look in verse 9 it says for this cause we also since the day we heard it sorry that's in verse 1 chapter 1 I'm in verse chapter 2 and verse 9 sorry for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily and you are complete in him which is the head of all principality and what? Power. God's power is sufficient. This power is strong. 
is strong enough to set us free from the sin of death and bring us into life everlasting. It gives us a great future and a massive hope for the end. Ephesians chapter 1 and in verse 17 it says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of what? Glory. The Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding or your heart being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and he hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church which is the body his body the fullness of him that filleth all in all and he is in you he is in you so you have no fears no worries no doubts right you were not defeated as i said last week we don't sit around and have a pity party on our own feeling sorry for ourselves get out there exert that great and precious power that god's given you knowing full well that he never leaves us or forsakes us. So this week, let's tap into that awesome power. Through faith and prayer, pursue your spiritual gifts with passion. You know, those gifts that are in you. Whether you're speaking in tongues, with tongues with interpretation. You know, get out there. Signs, miracles and wonders follow who? Believers. Those that believe. Right? Get out there ministering with that power of God. Healing with that power of God. You know, we don't have to just sit around and pray. We can get out there and we can command whatever you want in your life right now. You command it in the name of Jesus Christ. You watch that power go to work. You know, we have to be motivated by love. Jesus Christ was love. Right? That's all he was, was love. Everywhere you read in the word... He loved his father. He loved his heavenly father. And he'd do anything. He even died for him. You know. Be motivated by love. Surrender yourself to God. So that he can work through you. To, so that that power comes into what? Manifestation. So bless your hearts. Have a great week. I love you very much. Alright. Well Heavenly Father. We just thank you for those wonderful words of encouragement. And Thank you for your goodness and your love and uh, knowledge of the truth. And thank you that you've also given us spiritual revelation and wisdom in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the gospel, the power of God unto salvation, wholeness. Thank you that we are complete. 
thank you for each person on this uh, Skype meeting tonight for blessing their hearts for that you bless them Father for taking this time and giving it to you because you've given everything for them Father and I thank you for building us up thank you for that unity in the spirit in the bond of peace Father thank you for working in all of our situations thank you that we can give you glory in our daily living and that we can honour you with our life thank you Father for just a wonderful Skype fellowship tonight and to hear from you now through the manifestations of Holy Spirit so is someone on the Skype or like to speak in tongues or bring forth a word of prophecy unmute your mic and do it boldly baby <laughs> in the name of Jesus Christ Amen <coughs> you are my please I have called you out from before the foundations of the world. Yes, my children, I have called you out and I have specifically placed you in the body as I have seen fit. For I am a God who is loving and kind and generous and I have plans for you. And my children come to me for I see all things. I see them from the very beginning. I know the very end. I your path for you. I will go before you and I will tell you all things that you need to know, my children. I will tell you where you need to be. I will tell you how you need to speak. I will be with you. I will give you strength. I will give you the courage. My children, look to me and look to me only, for I, your God and Father, have your best interest at heart at all times. So walk boldly in this daytime and hour, knowing I will never fail you. I will never, no, never forsake you. I have given you all good things and I will withhold no good thing from you. Okay, would someone else like to bring forth a word of prophecy or speak in tongues and interpret? Shanta Bliendo, Bashanta Kleista, Kleesta, Mahanda, Ahala Kiende, Kamayondo, Bashanta Kleesti, Ahala, and the Ende And my dear children, be aware of my words, my love for you. There's nothing in this world that can separate us from that love that I have for you. I gave my son for you. You have now in you my nature. You are my sons now. So walk on that love, on that power, on that light that you are now in this world. You are the ones to which I bring to people my light, my truth, and my deliverance. You are the ones that save now in this world and bring the knowledge of me, of my love, and all my wisdom and kindness to every man. So be in your heart assured that that does never fail, because that's my love in you. And Kim, could you speak in tongues and interpret, please? Kermiondo Vashanta Kaliista Kaliesta Ahala, Amiendo Vashanta Kaliondo Ahala Kieste, Kermiondo Blianda Kiesta, Ahala Kiondo Manianda Vashanta Kliondo, Aniende Ahala Kiesto, Alala Mayanda Vashanta Kliondo. For I am a true loving God, and I have hand picked each and every one of you. Know that I am a jealous God, and that you are equal in my eyes, my children. Know that I love you dearly, and as you continue to look to me, I will bless you. I will encourage you. I will lead you and guide you. I have placed you beside those still waters. I have given you everything you need pertaining unto this life. So continue to honor me 
love me and love my people love that spirit that dwells within you for that spirit gives great power and great potential for you to walk boldly in this day and time have no fear know indeed that everywhere your foot is placed I am always with you as you take a step I'm always with you and my son Christ Jesus is with you too so walk out boldly with much love in your heart and be a giver and continue to do my word and you will see those great and exceeding precious promises come to pass and Anna would you close out of a word of prayer please Thank you, Father, for this wonderful time that we have, Father, and how loving it was for all of us. Thank for our hearts blessed and healed for your word. And I deliver in your hands each one of us, our lives, our things. And thank you so much, Father, for taking care of everything that we need. And also, Father, thank you. I'm thanking you for our boldness to speak about you and speak about all these things and taking that to the world, to other people, so they can see and they can believe also. Thank you for that, Father, for our countries, for everything that we need to see in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Well, what a wonderful Skype fellowship. <laughs> yeah, we're all good.